0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by a friend of mine, a person that I've been chatting with every couple of months for the last few years. He's a person that every time we get on the phone, we just go deep we nerd out. He's a veteran of the industry, worked in agency, is a chartered accountant, is now a managing partner at Cactus, and is specialized in helping agencies with finance, metrics, profitability, as well as mergers and acquisitions. So with all of that, Alfie Wenegeme, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much, Marcel. Appreciate it. Like you say, we've been talking for so long, and this has been in the works for ages. So thanks for having me. It's, the day is finally here. Amazing.
0: And so we have spent a lot of time talking about a lot of different things. Uh, most of, I, I think I recall one of our calls, we spent lots of time lamenting about all of the data problems that we inherit when we start working with new clients. We come in, they give us all their data and it's a complete mess. And then we're asked to try and provide answers on top of this data and all of the fun challenges that we work through on this. But one of the things that you spend a lot of time or that have spent a lot of time doing that uh, we don't do as much of at Paraquito is around training agency teams to develop that way of commercial thinking and really trying to get more people in the organization focused on these things so that is i think really the topic for today is how do we encourage agency owners and and how should they be thinking about developing that commercial competency among their broader team
1: i think like you said we've talked about this many times right Uh, along with all the other things we talk about but I think this is really important because it is the starting point for everything else. And you know, I don't know if you've experienced this, but a lot of agency founders either become agency founders by accident, or you know, they it's a passion thing, and then they start the agency, but they don't really have the commercial background. And then because they don't have that background, when it comes to recruiting and building a team they tend to find people that are right for the job so whatever kind of agency it is whether it's PR you know web development whatever it is they get the people that are experts in that field which is great but they don't really know what to look for commercially and then they end up with a team who yes they deliver the you know best work amazing products however they don't have that commercial side figured out so i think as 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 important as it is to deliver great work because that is the basis for any business the commercial side needs to be a hundred percent and this isn't always the case so it is really important because at the end of the day it is a business so regardless of how amazing your work is if you're not generating enough revenue and making enough profits you'll only go so far before you need to shut the doors and you know it's game over so that part of things is very important and unfortunately is overlooked a lot of the time so it's either you know the founders don't get it themselves or they get it but they just don't know how to find it in people so for me I feel as important as it is to go in and you know figure out what problems are what problems the agencies have and try to fix it I think a bigger and probably more important Part of what I do is the education piece. So, training the teams, and it's everyone, you know, starting from the leadership all the way down to the junior exec, because everybody in the agency plays a role. It's not just for the founder or the leadership team to, you know, have the commercial acumen. I feel everybody plays a role. Therefore, to a degree, everybody needs to understand, you know, the agency model. How the agency makes money and their role in making that happen so that is that is a, yeah, a, a fundamental part of running an agency
0: brilliant so there are a few threads that i want to dig in on here starting with why agencies struggle with this so much and some of the common symptoms that you see when you start working with a client that underpin a lot of this lack of uh, shared knowledge around commercial thinking um, both at the leadership level, but also tran- transitioning down into the team. What do you typically see that are the underpinning problems
1: there? I think with commercialities, I think the, the the original problem is that people feel when they hear, you know, finance or commerciality, their minds go to an accountant. That's for the accountant to do it's not for me. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I don't need to understand because the accountant can do it. So when I go into an agency, a lot of the time, I'll ask a simple, I mean, the most basic question, which is, what is your profit margin? And sometimes they can't, the, the leadership can't tell me. They, they don't know. Or they'll tell me, say, gross profit instead of net profit. Or they just don't understand the concept of it. And to, to, to a huge extent, I understand I don't, I don't expect them to be, you know, to go get an accountancy degree or become a chartered accountant. But it is just understanding, you know, the basis of it. But because they kind of feel that that's not something they... Whether it's like they didn't understand, they didn't like maths in school or whatever it is. You know, it just carries on to, you know, present day. And they feel like that's something I don't, I don't get and I don't want to get it. You know, so going in there, a lot of the time I see agency leaders who don't even understand, you know, the fundamentals. So I think they're in a lucky situation where they do great work and, you know, they charge the client X amount and it just so happens that, you know, by luck, their costs are less than, you know, what they charge the client. And at the end of the year, they go to their accountant, their year-end accountant, and he tells them, oh, you made a profit and everyone's happy, right? But they can't tell you how they made that profit or, you know, what portion of that revenue was cost, was the percentage? They don't know any of that stuff. So that's a, that's a huge challenge I face. So going in, first of all, like we've talked about a lot, the data and all that stuff, collecting the data from them because... They've never looked at it themselves. They don't know. So they'll pass me on to, you know, their year-end accountant and and ask him, oh, can you give Alfie the revenue figures and this, that, and the other because they just don't know it. So I think the huge, the biggest challenge I've found is the leadership. So I'm talking the founder, the, you know, directors, MDs, whatever, not understanding, you know, commerciality to start with. So it makes it difficult to have certain conversations. So it's usually going in, explaining the fundamentals, telling them what I'm looking for, and then you know, the education piece as we go along, telling them, you know, what this is, why you need to track this, da, da 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 and then, you know, do my whole process with them, you know. So once the leadership team get it, then it's a lot easier for them to then say, Okay, let's start working with the account directors, let's get the account managers and everybody else in. But until that part happens, it's really difficult. And I think one other thing as well is I think agency leaders sometimes, you know, I don't know if it's an ego thing or, you know, they don't want to appear to look stupid, you know, stupid in front of their team. So they don't want to admit that they don't know because they feel, you know, if I'm saying, uh, if Alfie's asking me about profit margins in front of my team and I don't know it, I don't look right. But that's really not the case. I always you know, say to founders, the same way you're maybe a bit uncomfortable with commerciality, I'm uncomfortable with sales or marketing or whatever else. We all have the things we're really good at and the things we're not. So just be open with me. Let's get this. Let's figure it out. And once you get it, we can start to educate the rest of the team. So there's a lot of um, barriers to get past before you can kind of educate the whole agency, but you have to start with the leadership team. And usually that's the challenge.
0: Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to paraketo.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. With that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. Yeah. Yeah, we see the exact same thing. It it starts with leadership and often there's a spectrum of understanding, right? There's you know, part of what you've described which is they're not really sure what's going on. They're really relying on financial data which, you know, is I think kind of like the the level 0 of understanding, like you're looking backwards and finding out that there was a problem. There's there's really not much sophistication there, but it is the starting point. And then even as they develop more of an understanding, there is a big gap between understanding this well enough as a founder to, you know, make decisions, get some context and at a high level, get what's going on versus understanding it well enough to, to your point, have the confidence to start managing down to the team or managing around to stakeholders and be able to stress test these numbers in contextual conversations. That requires a level of mastery that is a a pretty big departure from having enough confidence to go into a conversation with your accountant, ask questions and walk away feeling like you have a directional sense of what's going on. So there, there is a gap to close there. And you know, the success of an engagement with somebody like yourself or with us is very unlikely to be high. If after our time there is over, the management team is not able to continue to manage against the things that we've trained on. So I completely agree that it's got to start with leadership and it it has to because it has to be informing every decision. So what are some of those core concepts when you come in, you start working with leadership and then start educating the team that you're trying to educate against. If we had to reduce this down to like the 20% of things that you got to understand to get 80% of the results, what would those be for you? Okay.
1: I think first of all, it will be the agency model. So how does this agency business work? Right? Because, Mm -hmm. A lot of the time, people tend to think something completely different. They just, I think, there's that whole um, desire to please the client and do this amazing work, and you know, they forget that there's a model, there's a formula to this thing. It's not just about the top line because you need to get certain other things, you know, right. I always say, you know, when you when you compare the agency model is a simple one, right, but. The, the challenge and the difficult part is you're selling expertise. So you're dealing with human beings, right? If you're manufacturing or selling products, it's, it's, it's a lot easier, right? I know how much this product costs. I know how much to add on top of it. And every time I order this product at this price, I can always make this profit if I charge this amount. Simple. <laughs> but when you're dealing with humans, is different. It's, it's completely different because you can't say to someone that you're not working with robots, right? So you can't say, this is the process, this, and and once we do this, 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 we make this, it doesn't work like that. So there's a, there's a complexity to that. So it's understanding, I think, first of all, understand understanding the agency model. And then after you understand that, then understand a few uh, of the important metrics, the things you need to look out for. Again, like I said, I'm not expecting any agency leader to go out and get an accountancy degree however there's certain things you need to know you need to know what the gross profit is you know what you need to know what your operating profit is EBIT you need to know what your net profit all of these kind of things explaining them so the concept of you know over servicing the concept of staff utilization all of these things explaining it to them getting them to understand how that feeds into the whole profitability process that is key and then within that talking about things that affect the team so you know i talk about um the culture as far as commerciality is concerned so how do people see you know things like pricing you know like agents what's your method how do you how do you and and this is something we've talked about a lot as well because you know that's, that's you know your territory as well but so it's looking at pricing and the culture, how the team look at certain things like pricing. So you talked about something very, or you touched on something very important there, and when you said decision-making. So the decision-making process is formed, I think, predominantly by the agency's culture and approach to commerciality. I've worked with different agencies where you go in there and when it comes to pricing, only the um, agents, only the MD or the founder is allowed to quote prices. You go to other ones, and the intern that joined yesterday is is pricing work, right? So, um, it's all different. So, like explaining that and how it, how how the ideal model should be. Yes, everyone needs to feed into how you price. However, there is a level of accountability. So, in the, this is the process. This is how we come up with our prices, it's based on this and, you know, all of that. So just to ensure that every time you price work, you're doing it a certain way and you're achieving profitability every time. So giving people the confidence to be able to make the decisions based on the knowledge that they've got of pricing is super important. So these are just some of the things I kind of, you know, tackle when I go into agencies and and try to educate them. Yeah,
0: it, it's interesting as you talk through this, like what you're shedding light on is the thing that doesn't get thought enough about. I, I talked to two kinds of people on Sales Conversations of Parakeeto. The first is the person that is viscerally aware of just how complex all this stuff can actually get, especially at scale. And the person that is blissfully naive about how complex this stuff is and thinks you can just like zap your time tracking tool into a dashboard and <laughs> automate measuring all of these things, yeah, right? Like. Um, the thing that I think is so interesting is you, know, you have these concepts that exist at the agency level that are, you're going to see on the P&L for the whole business or for a business unit, but you now have to find a way to translate that to the other context in the business. How does this apply to a given project or a client? How does this apply to a more specific period of time? And how does this apply to each individual contributor that has influence over the outcomes of a project, of a team, of a utilization rate, et cetera? And it's coming up with concepts and core principles that can apply to all of those contexts that is actually quite nuanced and quite difficult. Because, like for example, this is a rant, and maybe we could debate about this, but I think the idea of net profitability on a project is like one of the most idiotic concepts I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Like it makes no sense. It takes so much time and energy and it's completely meaningless. But we're trying to like take this same concept that we would think about at the agency level and like push it down to the project level without thinking about the ramifications of that. And I think this is where you start to end up with all this unnecessary complexity mm. that makes agencies dysfunctional in that they're like coming up with a price based on this arbitrary set of mm-hmm. like requirements that are actually not even resulting in, in profitability at the end of the day because the underlying model is, is all disjointed. So that is such a, I think that is the, the magic, the nuance of what you do is being able to like work through every level and bridge those gaps, which is where I think a lot of the complexity traps emerge. Um, first of all, are we, aligned? are we aligned on net profit per project? And like, how do you navigate that as you work with the team and kind of start working through the ranks of stakeholders?
1: Yeah, so on that point, cause I've seen, I've seen a post you did once about, about this topic. And um, so I agree with you and I don't agree with you. So the part of me that don't, doesn't agree with you is the accountant part of me that really wants to see, you know, numbers. But I am completely on your side in terms of contribution because that's what you talked about in your post. I still remember. See, so yeah, I I pay attention. <laughs> I, I'm I'm completely there with you. I, I would rather, for simplicity, because like you're saying about complexity and all that stuff, for simplicity, I would rather they focused on contribution, right? I can later on look at net profit, you know, and all that stuff. But as far as the teams are concerned, contribution because if you were to achieve you know an 80% contribution on every single project you do and of course you're not crazy with your overheads like you you know your offices aren't the most expensive and all of that stuff you're fine right agency model again is where your staff cost is your most expensive cost right so if you measure contribution i think that's simple enough so on that side so I 95% agree with you and 5% not agree with you. And that 5% is just for me. So I would look at net profit only because I still need to see all the other factors, right? To make sure that they're staying on top of certain things. But again, once you track the contribution and you achieve, you know, X amount of contribution consistently, that is fine. So yeah, (laughs) so that's, that's my answer to that.
0: And like it comes down to influence, right? It's like an individual contributor that, like a designer on a project, they have no control over what you're spending on overheads. That's completely out of their purview. But what they do have accountability to is, is that contribution margin, or as we would call it, delivery margin on that individual project. What they, The decisions they make will directly influence that number. And so that makes sense to kind of bring within the purview of the commerciality training that we do with them and really try to help them relate their day-to-day activities to that metric that ideally we can manage them to. That is a much simpler, much less complex, much more like easy to calculate metric. Um, and I think that's really the the important part of this, right? Definitely. Because, and again, it's,
1: it's, it's what you say there is the control and control and influence. So there's no point. And that's what I said for me, the net profit bit is for me to, you know, I need that data so I can look at it as the finance person, but for them, I, I'm happy for them to just focus on contribution because again to your point, that's the bit they can control. They, they have no say over what buildings we rent or what bills we pay. so as long as you the team can get contribution up to a certain amount you know I can speak to leadership and we can sort out overheads and all that stuff but consist- consistently hit this contribution and and we'll be fine. so yeah uh, I'm, I'm pretty much with you on that.
0: So I wanna dig into some weeds here on this, and I wanna start with the misconceptions that you see or the pushback that you get from teams when you go in and start working on this and start trying to like bring everybody in alignment around commerciality. What are some of those things that you hear or that you see that are kind of dysfunctions or uh, commerciality faux pas or bad habits um, that often are, are pervasive in these agencies when you first come in? Okay,
1: so I'll, I'll start with one that you and i have kind of talked about and i think it'll be it'll be be an easier one because we can probably even talk about this is the uh is the whole when i go to an agency and we start talking about tracking time that is a that is a big one right because you know (laughs) there's a split consensus on you know how agencies should or shouldn't be looking at timesheets and this that and the other so i think Time tracking on time time management is a big one because the moment I say to certain leaders, "Do you track time?" they go, "Oh, yeah, no, no, we don't do that." Blah blah blah. You know, the attitude is that of like, "How dare you tell me about time?" <laughs> you know? uh, and the, and some that do, when I say when I mention time, they go, "Oh yeah, yeah we track time, but but we don't bill on time." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah calm down, yeah." I'm not advising anybody to bill on time, quite the opposite. But we need that data, you know, to analyze and track and check um, client profitability and staff utilization, all of that stuff. So it's, it's small things, you know, starting with timesheets and then going in and proposing certain things like, say, trying to get to an accurate or a um, a reasonable utilization target for the teams because then you've got like a breakdown of alignment because of course the founder and me are saying you know we need you to be you know 60% 65 70% billable and then you've got pushback from people because they feel oh we can't achieve that what you know that's too high and uh, you know so sometimes there's that whole thing of this is what is right for the agency but trying to get everybody on board is usually a challenge because I guess it's human nature right people kind of want to look out for their interests first so that's where again that education piece comes in to say no this is what we want it for so we're not we're not trying to punish anyone and we're not trying to penalize anyone they're always saying is do this, this, and this, and let us measure that, and then we can improve it. If you don't measure it, you can't improve it. That's that's how I see things, but obviously, the people that don't, you know, agree with timesheets don't see it the same way. So, uh, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's an example of kind of the things I, I encounter when I first go in, and then once you get past it, and, you know, you get everyone on board, and you start to show, you know, and I think this is a good thing with what you do as well with, with all of, you know, once you've got the data there, is being able to demonstrate, you know, with numbers, what the effect of change can be, right? So if you're saying to someone, let's let's approach it this way and they feel, and, and you get that resistance, the moment you can, you know, get data, analyze data, come up with, you know, a result that shows them that, you know, once we tweak this here, this can be the outcome. And once you do this, this can be the app, out- then it's an easier sell. And then everyone can buy into that whole approach that you're proposing. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome, so we'll have a link to Alfie's LinkedIn, we'll have a link to the Cactus website as well, some more information on Alfie for those of you that wanna connect and keep in touch. Uh, with that, Alfie, really enjoying our conversation. I always love chatting with you. Um, and I just really want to thank you for making the time to be on the show today, man.
1: I just want to say thank you for having me really appreciate it. This is just like one of our everyday conversations. So it's it's been very easy going and you've made it very comfortable. So thank
0: Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast, I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this and it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeta.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener and we will see you on the next episode.